Hello, welcome to a briefing for 9th September on 20 years after 9-11 and the never-ending global war on terror. My name is Ramya Dalip Kumar and I'm a political analyst at Riskline. Riskline is a travel risk intelligence company. We provide country and city risk assessments and real-time alert messaging to fulfill duty of care requirements before and during travel. Trusted by global travel management companies, small businesses, and everyone in between, RiskLine operates as a geographically distributed team in over 15 countries and across 11 different time zones. The 9-11 attack in the United States in 2001 to this date remains the deadliest terrorist attack of the 21st century with approximately 3,000 people killed. In response, an overhaul of intelligence services and security policies within the US was undertaken, while in the rest of the world, surveillance techniques and security protocols at major transportation hubs and other sensitive infrastructure were greatly enhanced. The attacks also led to the launch of the Global War on Terrorism military campaign in the weeks after 9-11, by the US and its NATO allies in Afghanistan to combat state-sponsored terrorism, which has since spanned across 80 countries in Asia, the Middle East, and Africa. The war in Afghanistan involving military assistance from around 136 countries resulted in the eventual killing of 9-11 mastermind and Al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden in 2011. The raid that ended bin Laden's life, though, did not take place in Afghanistan, but in neighboring Pakistan. At the same time, the US relied on Pakistan for transit rights to Afghanistan. The raid was kept secret from the Pakistani government for fear that Al-Qaeda might be tipped off. The awkwardness of the situation illustrates the continuing contradictions at the heart of the global war on terror. Ten years after bin Laden's death, all US and other NATO forces pulled out of Afghanistan by 31st August, citing the steep costs of the war. The global war on terror is far from being over for the countries involved. The Taliban in Afghanistan, who were ousted from governance in October 2001 due to their support for al-Qaeda, returned to power in August 2021. US and allied forces will remain in the Middle East and Africa for the foreseeable future, while national security measures put in place in many countries after 9-11 will also persist indefinitely due to ongoing threats from more evolved offshoots of Al-Qaeda and other militant groups. The core Al-Qaeda was weakened by its eviction from Afghanistan and loss of leaders in the years after 9-11, but offshoots such as Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, Al-Qaeda in the Indian subcontinent and other Islamist militant groups including the Islamic State, have emerged since. These groups have carried out numerous sophisticated attacks in Europe, Asia, and the Middle East and Africa in recent years, including Bali 2002, Casablanca 2003, Madrid 2004, Sinai 2004, London 2005, Amman 2005, Algiers 2007, Mumbai 2008, Moscow 2010, Nairobi 2013, Paris 2015, Kuwait 2015, Tunisia 2015, and Ankara and California in 2015 as well, as well as Brussels 2016, Nice 2016, Berlin 2016, Dhaka 2016, Istanbul and St. Petersburg and Manchester, New York and Barcelona in 2017, and Iran and Strasbourg in 2018, 
as well as Colombo in 2019 and Vienna to 2020. Some of their operational hubs aside from Afghanistan include Iraq, Syria, Libya, Yemen, Nigeria, Mali, Niger, Burkina Faso, Egypt, Somalia, the Philippines, Indonesia, and Pakistan, where local and foreign forces continue to clash with militants. To date, in the global war on terror from 2001 to 2020, around 929,000 people, including 364,000 civilians were killed and 38 million people were displaced. The global war on terror is estimated to have cost the US nearly $8 trillion with around $2 trillion in Afghanistan alone for the same period. The cost of these wars, coupled with periodic reports of war crimes and human rights violations overseas, saw US public support for the global war on terror wane, falling from 77% in September 2001 to 39% in 2011 following bin Laden's death. As of mid-2021, polls show more Americans are concerned about domestic extremism than foreign attacks, and support for intervention abroad has plummeted on all sides of the political spectrum. Similar trends were observed in other Western democracies, even as Islamist insurgencies continue to grow steadily in West Africa and South Asia. Across the Middle East, fighting continues between US-backed security forces and the remnants of Islamic State while only, which only emerged in the wake of the 2003 US invasion of Iraq and 2011 Syrian civil war. The global war on terror and other conflicts which since 9-11 have seen the formation of many new militant groups since that occupation, an unintended consequence that was discounted when the conflict began. The exit of foreign troops from Afghanistan paved the way for the Taliban to wrest back control of the country from NATO-backed President Ashraf Ghani's government in August 2021, concluding a process underway for years in which more and more ground was ceded to the Taliban who promised an end to foreign occupation. As the NATO-backed government was itself responsible for numerous war crimes and entirely dependent on foreign assistance, it collapsed, it collapsed in on itself as its soldiers cut deals to survive the departure of foreign forces. NATO forces will continue to maintain a physical presence in areas surrounding Afghanistan, including in Qatar and Kuwait, and periodically stage drone strikes in the region, as they fear that the Taliban's resurgence may prompt Al-Qaeda to again consolidate its power in Afghanistan. NATO forces have little faith in Taliban promises and capabilities to prevent other militant groups such as the Islamic State Khorasan from using Afghanistan as a base to launch attacks in other countries, especially after the Islamic State Khorasan carried out deadly twin suicide bombings during the evacuation of foreign nationals at Kabul airport on 26 August. The 9-11 attacks will continue to influence counterterrorism policies around the world for many years to come. However, countries like the US following the exit from Afghanistan will spend much less money on overseas campaigns and much of these funds will instead be diverted to internal security budgets. In the 2020s, the role of safe havens for militants is much more broadly defined since the 2000s as Many devastating attacks in recent years have been organized online and planned in the countries they took place. 
enhanced surveillance and interrogation techniques, including the arbitrary detention of suspects at infamous prison camps like the US-run Guantanamo Bay, will continue in countries facing persisting threats from homegrown terrorism and extremism. Countries like the US, Canada, France, UK, India, the Philippines, Indonesia, Australia, and New Zealand continue to track former militia fighters who have returned home from conflict corridors in the Middle East, radicalized extremists recruited by the Islamic State via social media, as well as far-right extremists who are capable of staging their own high-casualty lone wolf attacks, such as in Norway in 2011, the US in 2018, and New Zealand in 2019. Privacy laws have markedly eroded in these countries with communications of ordinary citizens regularly scrutinized by security agencies. Amid the prevailing threat of domestic terrorism, these countries have also tightened immigration policies, which have resulted in the detention and deportation of tens of thousands of migrants who fled from conflicts annually. This trend will continue for a foreseeable future, especially amid an influx of a large number of people fleeing from Taliban rule in Afghanistan. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about RiskLine or schedule a demo of our travel risk intelligence solutions, get in touch via contact at riskline.com or at riskline.com.